Welcome to the Thelcom Podcast. Now, here's a question for you. Who doesn't want to live a great life? Surely we all want to live a wonderful life. And this podcast is all about the ingredients for a great life. We'll be sharing the detail of tools, tactics, techniques, mindsets that you can consider and adopt if you like them to create your own great life. We'll be interviewing kind-hearted people who want to share their ideas, their stories and their methods with you. You are listening to the Falcon Podcast and your host is David Lilly. I've always believed that the quality of how we communicate with ourselves and others determines the quality of life and the achievements that we can reach within our lives. Some of the most memorable people in history live on in people's memories because of what they once said or wrote. Think about the famous people in the world, our politician leaders, some of the great authors, and the words that they shared with us, the words of wisdom, words of influence. Thinking of people like Rudyard Kipling and his poem called If, and some of the great quotes from Winston Churchill during the war. Many of the most prominent people in the world today are also hugely effective communicators. So this week's podcast is dedicated to our communication with others. It's so very easy to underestimate the power and the human impact of warm words, encouragement, and thanking your friends, family, and team members at work, offering gratitude for the kindnesses that you've received and giving worthy praise and recognition for a job well done. Now, very few of us are immune to the positive impact of kind, encouraging words and praise. I'm sure if you reflect on some of the occasions in your life where you've received warm praise, positive feedback, words of encouragement, and occasionally sensitive words of support during sad times, the people who delivered the words to you will be positive in your memory. And equally, those people who've communicated with you in an insensitive dismissive and abrasive way in the past well the likelihood is they will rank very low on your respect barometer but why do people need words of positive praise and encouragement it's commonly acknowledged that being praised often makes people feel good pride pleasure satisfaction and increased feelings of self-worth self-esteem are all common emotions that people enjoy when they are extended encouraging compliments or they receive positive feedback it's true to say that the process of being recognized triggers the release of dopamine this is a neurotransmitter that helps control what i call the reward and pleasure aspects of the human brain as well as making us feel good dopamine can also contribute to innovative thinking and creative problem solving if you reward and recognize someone for a task well done they're likely to anchor this experience to feeling positive and it can fuel their motivation to sustain this place in your respect and to replicate that task or that work again. However, these types of positive effects on your loved ones are relatively short-lived if they are rare and isolated instances of positive feedback and encouragement. People need to feel consistency in the attitude of a leader. It's not just about constant recognition. It's about constructive feedback that is delivered with warmth, sensitivity, humility, and a desire to see people develop and to help themselves. A man named Jim Harter, who is chief scientist at performance management consultancy called the Gallup Organization, says the following, recognition is a short-term need that has to be satisfied on an ongoing basis. 
Gout's research indicates that people who report that they are not adequately recognized in the workplace are three times more likely to say they will leave in the following year. What is the positive impact of encouragement praise and wise use of words? Psychologists and researchers have a fascination with the positive effects that a work environment can enjoy via what I call a liberal scattering of genuine praise. Back in the year 2004, some 14 years ago, the Gallup organization conducted a worldwide research project. This surveyed more than 4 million employees on the importance of praise and recognition. As you might imagine, 4 million is a huge survey, highly statistically robust. And this survey concluded that those employees who receive regular praise are more committed, productive, motivated, and much more likely to stay with their organization versus those people who receive no positive feedback whatsoever. The survey results also indicated that employees who are praised receive higher loyalty and satisfaction scores from customers and enjoy better health than employees who are not. Now, that's fascinating. Meanwhile, something known as the carrot principle presents the findings in a staggering 10-year motivation study. In this particular study, more than 200,000 employees and managers were interviewed. In their final analysis of the results, the two authors, Adrian Gostick and Chester Elton, concluded that when managers are considered to be effective at recognising their employees, they sustain and retain their team members more than other managers. The results of their team are usually better than the departments and other teams. And they are acknowledged to be more focused and competent in goal-setting communication, trust, and accountability. Now, Gostick and Elton describe recognition as a simple but transformative act and report a strong link between manager recognition and team and employee morale. Of the workplace participants who reported the highest morale in Gostock and Elton's study, 94.4% agreed that their leaders were effective at recognising team members' efforts and achievements. Meanwhile, 56% of employees who reported low morale gave their manager a poor rating for the delivery of positive feedback and recognition. We can go even further. In 2008, consultancy firm Towers Watson published the results of their own global recognition study. This reveals a strong link between leader and manager recognition and employee engagement. The study indicates that even in organisations with a low engagement culture, in other words, ones where there are few development opportunities and well-being is not treated as a priority, manager recognition can still have a significant positive impact on employee engagement. In their report, the Towers Watson researchers reflect on the significance of what they refer to as uplifts, positive experiences that boost morale and motivation at work. The simple task of offering praise and recognition for a job well done is one of the ways in which parents or managers can create such moments for their team, their children or members. According to the report, leaders who do this more often are more respected and admired by their team members. In addition, people who experience uplifts at work are more likely to work harder and more willing to go out of their way to help their peers or support their organisation. So what are we saying on the back of all this? The evidence is clear to see. The offering of genuine praise and recognition, when it's warranted and earned, costs very little. So tiny, in fact, that it's negligible. 
but studies indicate that it can be as effective as giving someone a financial reward. Meanwhile, and very interestingly, the Japanese National Institute for Psychological Science has investigated the neurological impact of praise. They discovered that being paid a compliment activates the same part of our brain as receiving cash. So what about delivering praise? As we've proven in the evidence we've shared so far, there's a great deal of research to suggest that praising people in life and at work is beneficial. However, the way in which the praise is delivered has a significant bearing on its effectiveness. The Gallup organization has pointed out that only genuine achievements should be praised. The offering of unwarranted praise is seen as false and offers little value. Indeed, Gallup declares that unearned praise can do more harm to an individual and a work group than none at all. As I set about the joys of coaching people in my work, the delivery of genuine praise forms the cornerstone of my mentoring style. I'm also not too quick to give it, and if someone does do something incorrectly, then I will gently bring them to task, but I'll do it and leave them with their dignity intact. I've seen people make remarkable progress, simply on the back of being given genuine praise. I remember once upon a time some years ago and I was a shift manager on a busy motorway service area and some of the team there were responsible for cleaning the tables and there was one young lady who was just awful. She used to leave crumbs on the tables and leave them a proper mess, not fit for anyone else to actually go and eat on that table. And I once said to her that I liked the attention she paid to making sure. Now you could argue that that praise was false and in fact it was, but what it served to do as opposed to being harsh with her and telling her off, it just made her think very, very carefully about her work. And surprise, surprise, in no time at all, she did become the best table cleaner that we had. I've seen people go from having no confidence at all to taking control of their mindset and their financial freedom by improving their communication. I've seen troubled children find confidence and contentment and go on to find a great way in life. I always find it fascinating to meet humble and mild-mannered people. And then, sometimes, I'm lucky enough to go on to meet their parents. On almost every occasion, the parents' demeanour is almost identical to that of their children. Of course, the children learn the skills of their parents. And equally, children who, who get brought up in an environment of loud shouting from their parents, aggression and smacking sometimes, well... Surprise, surprise, what happens to them? They go on to shout back at their parents. They go on to fight at school. They go on to be aggressive people. It's all about how we communicate. So in conclusion, take great care in how you talk and communicate with those people around you, your friends, your family, your loved ones, colleagues at work, maybe the people who report to you, or the people who you report to. Develop and use words that are positive Give out kindness in the way you communicate with others. And on the rare occasions you are forced to communicate on matters, let's say that are not as savoury or negative, you can still choose your words with great care. The quality of your life does revolve around the quality of your communication. You've been listening to David Lilly. I'm the creator of the Thalcom Formula and the author of the up-and-coming book, called The Ingredients for a Great Life. If you've listened to this podcast today and you've thought, you know, the importance of communication in leadership, in parenting, is critically important, and I know someone who will benefit from listening to this podcast, then do 
please share it with them. I'll be especially grateful as well if you've enjoyed and taken some value from this podcast. If you would be kind enough to take just a few moments to write me a positive review on iTunes. I'm talking today on Sunday the 11th of November. It's Remembrance Sunday. I'd like to thank you again for taking the time to listen to me. Until next week, have a wonderful week in November.